If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Julie, and today we're having a semi-proper high tea while spilling the tea on the Meghan and Harry Netflix documentary. And who better to do this with than our lovely correspondent, Shireen. How's it going, friend? Wow, British people! Yeah, (laughs) British people! No, it's good. Life Life is good. We're out here. Doing our best. Yes. Live, laugh, love it. I don't know about you, but I thought I was going to have to wait another eternity for a decent season of The Crown. And here we are with this amazing <laughs> Netflix documentary on Meghan and Harry. Oh, dude, the tea was spilled. It and was insane. To be honest, I thought they were holding back. I there agree was... with you. <laughs> oh, I mean, I think there's more tea. I was like, please give me a season two on this documentary. Please, Lord, give me a season two. Oh, it was so good. And that whole weekend, my FYP on my TikTok was nothing but commentary on Meghan and Harry. And you were either pro Meghan and Harry or nope, nope nope.com. It was Brits. It was Americans. I didn't see any other international commentary, but I don't know. I loved it. I sympathized with them. I was never not team Meghan and Harry. Mm Mm-hmm. I always respected Will and Kate. I'm never going to be team Camilla or Charles ever, Same. ever in the history of ever. <laughs> There's just no way to put never. that nicely. But yeah. I really sympathize for him. And you just want to hug him at the end of the day. You're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry you had to go through this. The second to last episode, I think sitting in front of the TV, not on a couch. I literally like sat crisscross applesauce <laughs> in front of the TV like a child looking up at it. And I was sobbing and I was like, how could you do that to them? I was like, I literally said those words. I'm like, how could you do that to like human beings? Like, I just didn't understand like how you can treat others that way. It's insane. It was, it was a roller coaster to say the least. And I agree. They, they definitely held back and I expected to hear a few more things. I thought I would hear more about Camilla. Right. I really thought they'd say something, but then I was like, well, that's his dad. He's also the king, so I, I guess respect for Charles. Yeah. Like they held back on, on. Like he's been through enough. And to be fair, if they just let freaking Charles marry her in the first place, none of this shit would have happened. Let's be real. Agreed. And I always, when I'm watching The Crown, I'm like, if they just freaking let him be happy, things might have gone insanely different throughout the whole like the past forty years. Agreed. Easy. It's a shame, but I'm somehow 
I'm still obsessed with the royal family. Like you it said, will never rest, die. <laughs> the rest of the world didn't seem to have commentary because I don't think the rest of the world cares. <laughs> right? They're just like, not my monkeys, not my circus. No, thank you. Yeah, exactly. Like, we... Okay, U.S. Be obsessed with the royalty. You've never had them. We get it. I don't know. Part of me wishes we were still part of the British Empire. <laughs> America's I... getting kind of crazy too. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think it's kind of <laughs> funny though that when we did officially cut ties with the Brits. Now we glamorize them. I know. It's weird, right? We were like, oh my God, you guys are so great, even though you're not great for us, but you guys are great. It's kind of and embarrassing for us. It is. You know? It is. <laughs> not a good look for us, but it's here we are. Good. Well, can I shed some light on some ratings? Let's dive. Some Harry and Megan fun facts about this documentary. So apparently, get this, they set a record for a documentary title with viewers spending over 81.55 million hours watching the first three episodes in the first four days. Dang. That is wild. I never thought I'd be a documentary person. There are very few documentaries in my life that I have watched. Just, you know, nothing celeb-related at all. I remember being forced to watch them in high school for history purposes, but nothing has ever really told me in my gut or in my mind, heart, and soul you really want to watch this documentary. And then I don't know if it was just the crown withdrawals where I was like, something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I need to watch this. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was worth every ounce of my time, energy and resources. But these viewership numbers totally track because I was hooked. I was, is it Thursday yet? To catch the second half, I was counting down. I was like, why is it only Wednesday? Why? (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't realize it was split. So I oh. watched the first three and then it stopped. I'm like, what the heck? This isn't the end. <laughs> and then it's like second part coming up. I'm like, what the heck? Like, I'll, ah, you know, and then I had to wait. Luckily for me, it was only like two days, but I, I mean, it was two days too long, you know? Right. That's, that's how they get you. The royal family, man. Back in 2019, when I went to the UK, I was oblivious to how bad the press was for Megan. Or any of the royal family. I was not focused on that at all. I was, I'm on vacation. Let's let's go find Harry Potter. (laughs) Let's go see Big Ben. Let's go. I did stop by Buckingham Palace and you know see the guards and do all that touristy stuff, but I was oblivious to the press. The only thing I focused on when it came to media was how bad we looked as Americans in (laughs) their press. That was something that was a perspective I was not expecting to see. Yeah, I didn't even pay attention. I mean, the British press in general is awful, especially like, I mean, I've never seen a worse press in my life. They Mm -hmm. are absolutely the worst. The way that they covered up half the shit the family's going through with Meghan and Harry for no reason. It's kind of embarrassing. You know, let let them fall. Like Harry and Meghan are like your bright lights. Right. Like could have done so much. And like they even said, like they wanted to keep doing the work because they genuinely love it. I don't see anyone else from the royal family, extended family, doing this kind of work. I'm ready to spill some tea. Are you ready to spill some tea? My British copper. Yeah. All right. This is the part of the show where we spill the tea. So if you have not watched the Meghan and Harry documentary on Netflix, I don't know what you're doing with your life, but we're about to spoil it. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, this is your chance to tune out and then come back later to listen to the rest of the show. All right, friends. What was your favorite episode? I like the magic of an origin story. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so episode one? Is that yeah, what I mean? and then I love the wedding. Okay. Which I think was episode three, but episode one was probably my favorite just because it starts the story. 
episode one was a close second for me. Their love story was so incredibly innocent. Happened out of left field. Just meet me in Africa. Okay. What? 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 Oh. <laughs> what? Y'all go to Africa with the prince. Sure. It's like um, those emails you get. I'm an African prince. I need a hundred thousand dollars mailed to me. This is way different, obviously, but that yeah. was the vibe, you know. <laughs> episode four was my favorite. It was because of the wedding, and I loved hearing how she loved her wedding music. Yes. Oh, that melted my heart. And their wedding photos were gorgeous. I loved how happy they were just talking about their wedding. I love a good wedding, but I loved how happy they were just talking about their wedding. Yeah. The way he looks at her is insane. It it made me cry. It made me like, I gotta get a love like that. You know, it was very like, oh my God. But the fact that they didn't have any issues with any part of their wedding, like the royal family didn't care. Like, oh yeah, gospel choir, sure. Yeah, beautiful, sunny. I remember staying up for that. We went to the local store. There's like a british store okay. in my city and we went and bought like scones and tea and like oh. clotted, clotted cream and like we stayed up all night and watched it as a family it was so cute I love and fun that. i was utterly disgusted with how her dad and sister treated her i i cannot oh. tell you how how sad i was for her me too and to hear her actually speak on that. I was in, I was not expecting her to talk about that. I thought, and she did it very gracefully. I commend her for speaking on it because there's only one side of the dirty laundry that's being aired and it's so dirty. She shed so much light on this healthy perspective of mm-hmm. how, how dirty she was done in that situation. And she was so sad to see that her dad played this card. She already had low expectations of her sister but she didn't expect it out of her dad. Mm-hmm. But when her sister just kept it going and with the Twitter accounts. Oh my gosh. That was insane. People do anything for money. Anything. Right? It's heartbreaking. It is. It's heartbreaking. And to know that she still has kindness in her heart to like make a healthy relationship with her niece, regardless yeah. of her dad and her sister's actions. That's true class. All right. There were a lot of shocking moments throughout this whole documentary. What was your most shocking moment? I guess it's not shocking, but it still bothers the shit out of me is like the racist remarks from people. And then they came up every time they could. Mm -hmm. All these headlines or all these articles with like these little hints of racism, like for no reason, were insane to me. I'm like, we, you get it. Like we all get it. She's half black. Calm down. She's a human my most shocking moment was finding out the details on who is spinning the bad publicity for Megan. So you have these inner communications teams that are representing the house of Windsor and William's team and well, William's team and Charles's team. And I think even Camilla's team. And I forgot, I forgot she existed. Sorry. Right. (laughs) Right. And (laughs) when Harry and Megan brought concerns like, hey, you guys can shut this down. And their response was, well, why should we? Our wives went through this. Yeah, that's right. And knowing that your wives suffered through this and you still want this generational, you know, curse to keep to keep going on is a problem. You guys could have shut this down and chose not to. And hearing Harry explain that and knowing how knowing how viral these communications teams are and the dirt that they spin 
I, I think that's half of the monarchy's problem. Like you guys could easily nip this in the bud and you guys are choosing not to just so you guys can stay relevant. Like Or cover someone else's ass for a terrible thing they've done. Right. I'll say, why would you spin it and turn it on your most famous people? Right. Just let the shitty person fall. Like, why would you... I don't get that logic from them either. Let's protect this whatever family member who really fucked up. And let's throw the people that have done nothing but good for this family right under the bus. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Y'all like train wrecks, apparently. It's How... really embarrassing. Like, they're full-grown adults. The monarchy that's lasted for a thousand years. How how many? I mean, long time, right? Mm-hmm. Like, at least 700. Long time. I don't know. I, I don't know history very well. But, like, it yes. breaks my heart. It does. What caught you in the feels? I'm trying to think of the moment that I cried. Okay. That, it, that officially I was like, screw you guys, you know? <laughs> um, and I think it might have been, it was like the second to last episode. I think it was the part where she was talking about like her not being there would fix it. Oh. Her not being alive would fix all of this because that's how alone and isolated she felt. You drove a human being to think this way for just existing and falling in love with someone that it's not his fault. He was born in this family, you know, mm-hmm. that's like the tip of it that I was like crying. Like you made a human do this and you don't even feel an ounce of, you don't feel bad. Right. Oh no, no, no. I would say the moment that caught me in my feels was their love story. Mm-hmm. Um, they're out here camping in Africa. That's and- romantic as hell. It's romantic AF. (laughs) They made it a Hallmark movie. Like I was, I was thoroughly blown away by that because you couldn't get me to go camping in Africa. Not willingly. Mm -mm, There is wildlife Uh, out here. You couldn't get me camping in Yellowstone. You couldn't (laughs) get me camping in Yosemite. You got to be a prince for that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you got to be so bit. mm, You better be Henry Cavill hot. (laughs) Like, let me tell you to make, to move those mountains. Oh, uh -uh. I'm not camping. My idea of camping is in a cabin. Okay. Same. There needs to be a mattress. There needs to be electricity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Running water. I live in downtown Long Beach. Okay. Yeah. And you're like, let's go act homeless in Africa. It'll be romantic. And I'm like, mm, no, it's not. Oh God. No, it's not. And I here mean... they are making it romantic AF. And then, so I, I was in my fields. So I was like, oh, this really is sweet. I love this for them. I won't do it, but good for y'all. What'd you think of their Oprah interview? Oh, I mean, they held back insane. When you watch that compared to the Netflix one, you're like, they right. said nothing. Right. It was interesting nothing. watching it from their perspective and yeah. seeing the backlash that they got from the family then and them not realize, like the royal family not realizing that they were being filmed at the time. And I was just like, oh, this is good. This is good stuff. Yeah. I'm um, happy they started filming like their selfie videos at the time they did. Right. Genius. What about you? What do you think about Oprah's interview? I remember thinking it was revolutionary at the time. Just thinking like, wow, there are some really sad, unfortunate, shocking things. And I was already team Megan and Harry then. But now watching the Netflix documentary, I was floored. Just seeing it through their eyes more than anything. But I thought that the Oprah interview was done tastefully. And I thought this documentary was done tastefully, too. Again, with them holding back, because truth be told, I really think Harry's upcoming memoir is going to spill even more tea 
Like, I think they were waiting for his memoir to come out to be to officially drop the mic. That is something I am thoroughly looking forward to. It's the after Christmas gift. Oh, my God. That we want. It's two days before my birthday. Guess what I'm getting? Yeah, I'm gonna buy that. Yep. Yep. I should get all of it. All right. Last question. Did you see any discrepancies in the documentary? Like anything that didn't add up or that caught you off guard? I mean, lots of things caught us off guard, but was there anything that didn't add up? Well, I think they didn't talk about who asked about the color of the baby. Yes. And I was really hoping they would say who it was. Dude, like they didn't mention a lot of stuff. Like they didn't go deep on Charles and Camilla. They didn't talk. He didn't talk about his mom as much as I thought he would. Mm-hmm. about like how that was the family's fault and i think if he did he might not be living right now you know like, I, think, <laughs> right? um, I think megan went through a lot more shit than she said i think she was specifically told many racist things to her face but there any specifics for you i feel like i didn't take like full full notes i just was like mentally i'm like this is that's interesting because i feel like there's more to say here for a lot of stuff the discrepancy that i noticed was with her dad in the media, when it was playing out in real time to the public, it was, oh, he's having open heart surgery. Oh, he's in the hospital. Oh, he's doing this. And then she is shedding light on, I don't know if he was sick. All I oh, know, yeah. he just wasn't answering his phone. Yeah. And whoever was communicating on his cell phone wasn't him and yeah. saying that he was in the hospital. Just, I don't even think she still clearly has answers on it, but she just efficiently said that someone took over his phone his phone has been compromised this is not my dad the other thing i found really interesting was the fashion aspect of it and how she shed light on how she wore muted colors Mm -hmm. so that way she wouldn't conflict with any other royal family member and then i saw every tiktok under the sun about how that story tracks beautifully she specifically wore these colors to not be difficult with any other royal family member and then the last week that she was on her royal duty she was like f this noise i'm gonna be a rainbow and i love that for her that was epic (sighs) a beautiful story but it sucks but it's beautiful and i'm happy they're happy they're they're gonna do great things i real i'm rooting for them i really am gonna be fine they're gonna be fine yes and now it is time for the spotlight of the week looking to donate some of your old books to a good home Look no further than your local Little Free Library. Little Free Library is a nonprofit organization based out of St. Paul, Minnesota. Their mission is to be a catalyst for building community, inspiring readers, and expanding book access for all through a global network of volunteer-led Little Free Libraries. For more information on Little Free Library, head on over to the link in our show notes. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. Netflix the royal family, any of the British media or press at all in the history of ever, Meghan or Harry, unfortunately, we're just big fans and we're rooting for you guys. We really are. We want to see you guys going to bigger and more beautiful things in Santa Barbara. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? 
That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.